0: You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com.
1: Hey, I'm Molly Stewart, Twisties Treat of the Year, and you're listening to Holly Randall Unfiltered, sponsored by Twisties. Twisties is a leading glamour porn site for exclusively lesbian and girl girl content. Since starting my journey with Twisties, I have shot some incredible scenes with some of the best girls making some truly amazing fantasies come to life. For 18 years, they have featured the biggest names in the industry, recently rebranding to exclusively female content. Twisty stays focused on raising the bar of what modern porn looks like, while highlighting the up-and-coming talent of our generation. Their Treats of the Month and now Treat of the Year give viewers a taste of what their favorite girls are like under the wrapper. My journey since being their treat of the month in January of 2018 has been incredible, and I can't wait to see what they have in store for the future. To unwrap the hottest treats and mouthwatering scenes, visit twisties.com and find them on Twitter at twisties and Instagram at twistiestreats. Hi, I'm
2: Holly Randall, and welcome to my podcast, Holly Randall Unfiltered. This is a show about sex, the adult industry, And the people in it. I'm a 21 year veteran of this fascinating little industry. And as the eldest child of the trailblazing erotic photographer Suze Randall, you could say I grew up in it. So forget everything you think you know about porn, because this show is going to change your mind. My guests are some of the biggest names in the industry, and we unabashedly reveal the real behind the scenes stories the funny, the inspiring, the tragic, and the bizarre. Everyone has an opinion about sex work, but few people actually listen to the sex workers. So sit back and prepare yourself for a podcast, which is honest, raw, and unfiltered. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holly Randall Unfiltered. If this space looks new. It's because I'm trying out a new studio. I'm super excited about it. It looks like a real podcast studio. I've been shooting everything in my like white cyclorama photography studio, which I know some of you don't dig, but some of you, you know, think looks cool. I think I had it once referred to as a, um, Apple store, which I thought was kind (laughs) of appropriate. Um, so yeah, so we're coming to you from a new space. We have a new guest. Well, sort of new. i had her on very briefly at the avn show before the pandemic um, when i was recording from the adult time booth and she was so fascinating that i knew i had to have her come back for like a full episode because 10 minutes is just not enough for the one and only Leia falcon <laughs> thanks for having me back <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. And um, again, I know I said this before, but I really appreciate you coming in. I know like you came straight from the airport and. Well, I
0: appreciate you waiting because I know we were like trying to arrange this for a while. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, but you were in school.
0: Yeah. And now you're done. And now I'm done. Oh, my God. Like, don't remind me. I might start crying again. You must be so happy. I'm so happy. Like, I never thought I would actually go to college or graduate.
2: So what did you go to study for?
0: Communication with a minor in marriage and family therapy.
2: Oh, wow. So what are your plans on, what are your plans with that degree?
0: Okay, my plans with that particular degree is I would like to do a very large gangbang and then at the end, I want to put the degree up my butt.
2: (laughs) You're You're the best person I've ever met
0: like like I want to wear like my you gown and cap and
2: everything. You would actually do that, wouldn't you? I
0: would 100 million percent. I've been saying it like since I got into college like what are you going to do with your degree? And I'm like what else? Stick it up my butt?
2: But like in reality, I feel like you you must have had other reasons besides the gangbang and shoving it up your ass, which is a wonderful reason. (laughs) Believe me, that is like that is a great reason to get a college degree. But like there weren't any other extenuating Um, circumstances. I
0: mean, I kind of just wanted to be a good example for my daughter Mm. and maybe others in the industry. Like, look, you can do this or you can do that. And it's cool. Like, you're not just stuck doing one thing. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of times um people in the industry, like, we get that stigma and everything. So I kind of just wanted to fight some of that in my own little way. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'm eventually going to get a master's degree in marriage and family therapy. And I'm going to
2: specialize in sex therapy. What are you going to do with that degree?
0: Um... Because I mean, I'm probably just gonna do online therapy sessions.
2: Oh, I thought you were gonna like shove it up your butt. Oh your no, vagina, I'll do I'll do or... a
0: DP, okay, a DP, two degrees, <laughs> one in the butt and one in the vag. <laughs> oh
2: my god, I love it. <laughs> um, that is fantastic. I mean, I I totally hear you. I actually I have a degree in English literature, which you know That's has awesome. really come in handy, but like. I started working in the industry while I was still going to college, and I knew that I was probably never going to do anything with that degree. But same thing. I just wanted to go to college. I just wanted to have a college degree.
0: Like, have it to have it.
2: Just have it to have it. And also, just, like, you never know. And I kind of – I enjoyed school. Um, I enjoyed learning. I've definitely gotten much dumber since I'm no longer in school. (laughs) But, you know, like, there was a a time when – I could sort of quote Shakespeare and I could tell you about the significance of, like, um, female empowerment in the romantic literature poets. That was my thesis. Oh, okay. So, but now I I don't remember what I wrote, but I'm sure it was brilliant.
0: (laughs) I can't tell you anything about romance. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like, sex? Sure. Romance? I also feel like I have to say – May the 4th be with you, Yes, today is, the day that we're recording uh, is May 4th, and you're a big Star Wars fan.
0: Yes, I got my little Princess Leia shirt.
2: And your name itself comes from Star Star Wars. Wars. Correct. So, like, what, like, when did you first get introduced to Star Wars? Do you have a favorite movie? Like, who's your favorite character? And then also, you mentioned you had an experience this morning at the airport, so. Oh
0: my God, it was near orgasmic. Okay, so I've been into Star Wars since I was 8 years old. Like I've posted pictures before of me with my little princess Leia Barbie and like standing next to an R2D2 and like just like chunky little fat kid and I'm like that's still me. That's what I still feel like. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like basically like I saw Princess Leia and I was like, "Oh, she has a gun. She's super cool." I saw Darth Vader and I was like, "Ooh, he's kind of hot." So, yeah, but oh my god, the most amazing thing happened today. So when I landed here at LAX, like I was walking like do 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 do, and then all of a sudden I look up and there's Darth Vader and his stormtroopers. And I'm like, "Oh my god, it's Darth Vader." And they're like they're all looking at me like I'm like, no, you don't understand. That is Darth Vader, god damn it! And like, that was just amazing. It was a great welcome. Were
2: they like about to board a flight? Like,
0: man, I'm not sure, but they were they were there. And I was like, I cannot believe this. This is crazy.
2: That is so interesting. Or they were just there, like kind of like that. You have the people on like Hollywood Boulevard that are just dressed in costumes.
0: Yeah, make... but they are were like happy? official costumes, not like the the little, like, party city costume.
2: Yeah, yeah. And that's just expensive.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cosplay is very, 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 very expensive.
2: And you're really into cosplay. Very much so. So what are, I mean, I think we, I think most people who follow you know that you're really into Harley Quinn.
0: Very, 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 very much, way too much, maybe a little bit unhealthy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What is it about Harley Quinn that, like, speaks to you?
0: Basically, like, she's... I feel like if I were a fictional character, that would be me. Mm -hmm. Or if she were a real person, she would be me. Um, Because, like, she's gone through so much with, like, toxic dudes. Mm -hmm. And, like, to watch her go from the Joker, the fucking asshole, to... Like, rising above that and having her own thing going on. Like, I think that's amazing because, like, it's just, like, it shows you no matter how long, like, you're in a bad relationship, you can always just leave and do better. Which, if Mm -hmm. it's bad, like, between Joker and Harley, absolutely fucking leave.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of a better role model than like the Disney princesses from, you know, like early Disney days. Because, I mean, I think we see that, you know, the Disney movies nowadays are much more like cognizant of, you know, not casting women as like these helpless victims. But it's interesting because... You know, I have a I have a one-and-a-half-year-old, and so, like, you know, we watch Disney movies, so I've gone back and watched some older movies that I haven't seen since I was a kid, and I'm sitting there going, like, uh-uh, like, don't wait for your prince to come save you. Right? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is bullshit. Like, you're you can be your own person without this man, like, rescuing you from the tower. I guess I didn't realize the messages that it was sending until I was older.
0: Yeah, like, I've noticed that, like, a lot of Disney movies... I love Disney, by the way. A lot of these Disney movies, it's just, like, oh, okay, like, Sleeping Beauty, she's sleeping, and here comes this dude coming and kissing her, mm-hmm. like, uh, that's gross. How mm-hmm. did, like, how did you know she wanted to kiss? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... It's just... It's so crazy going back and watching old stuff. Yeah. And then applying, like... Modern day standards. Yeah. But-
2: yeah, because there's that whole. So yeah, I watched Sleeping Beauty recently, and there's that whole sequence when she's walking through the forest and she's singing, and then he shows up and he starts singing. But and at first she's like, "Whoa, who are you? Where'd you come from?" And she's just like, "Get away from me!" And he keeps like pawing at her. I know, you know right. what I mean? Like, and then eventually she's like, "Oh no, this is great! Like that's what I wanted all along! Like thank you for like convincing me, like stranger in the middle of the woods, that, stranger like, danger." I know. And i I was just watching this. I'm like, this is this This guy is like, this is not good behavior. No,
0: <laughs> it's not. And I don't think our children should be seeing that and thinking that if someone is persistent enough, yeah, uh, that means, okay, go ahead and give it to him. No, that's creepy.
2: That's you know what other um old uh, like music video models that? It's Michael Jackson's uh, pretty young thing.
0: Oh, man, I can't even remember that. Dude,
2: so he's literally stalking this girl, like, through the city streets. And she's, like, trying to get away from him. That's and terrifying. he's, like, stalking her and, like, singing and dancing on cars and stuff like that. And she's, like, who is – it's, it's, like, it's actually, like, pretty creepy when you watch it. I'm pretty sure it's a oh, pretty man. young thing.
0: I'm going to have to watch that. Go watch that. And I'm just to be, like, this is terrifying. Yeah, it's
2: kind of like, whoa, dude. <laughs> man. But – you know, it's really uh, – porn is actually the problem here. It's so. I don't
0: think porn is a problem <laughs> because porn is – it's a fantasy. Yeah. Like, I mean, also Disney and all that. It's all, like, a fantasy. But the thing is a lot of people like to think of porn as reality mm-hmm. without realizing that it's a fantasy. And, mm-hmm. like, they can't – they don't know how to differentiate between the two.
2: Right, right. And the problem is too, I think that porn this is an interesting segue that we just had. But porn, like when I think when people misunderstand porn or misread porn, they're these are the kind of people that like grew up with like no sex education. Yeah. So they don't understand like what is actually healthy, like what is consent, what is healthy boundaries. And so they have no introduction to sex. No one's taught them about it. So the first time that they, like, see anything that's modeled, it's, like, porn, which is yeah. not meant to be. It's um,
0: not an educational tool. Right. It's for entertainment purposes only. Right. For yeah. adults. Yeah. No no, kids. Do you encounter
2: <laughs> that where people, like, think that you are somebody else than you are? Like, they approach you. Like, especially at, convent, you know, we just had Miami Exotica. Um, I know, you know, Avian's back in form technically beginning of next year. Do you find that people approach you in ways that, um, you know, is kind of disrespectful because they think you're a certain way because what do they see on film?
0: I get disrespected all the freaking time. Like every time I'm online, it's like every, not every guy, but a lot of guys feel like they're entitled to me Mm -hmm. and I've made it clear throughout the years I do not escort. You are not touching me. If you're a slave, like, nothing sexual is happening. No. Like, what I do on camera is for camera. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: What I do in real life is I'm just chill. I'm just me. Like, it's like... I wouldn't say it's totally different because it's a lot of my personality that I put into my scenes. Mm -hmm. But I'm definitely more finicky about like who i love to stick their dick in me or pussy on my face
2: well that's the thing too i think people watch porn and they think oh these girls are just fucking all these random strangers not realizing yeah. that they're like there's a there's gen there's actually a pretty small pool of specifically male performers yes. that work all the time and so a lot of times especially if you're like up the upper echelon of talent and you can be selective about who you work with you're kind of working with like the same like eight dudes like Pretty your much. whole career so yeah this idea that like you'll just have sex with anybody it's like no nah,
0: it's insane i'm just case. like who raced y'all yeah like when i say because i'll be like can you please not talk to me like that and then we'll like like the prince with sleeping beauty mm-hmm. just keep going and going and going mm-hmm. i'm like no and then i have to block them yeah like i told you no if you keep being persistent about it i'm gonna have to you because that's not cool
2: yeah yeah all right guys we're gonna take a quick commercial break when we come back we're gonna talk about how Leia got started in the adult industry and of course about cuckolding about her slaves and all that fun stuff which makes her like such a fascinating guest so hang tight we'll be right back <music> Has your sex life fallen into the same old dull routine? Sometimes we all need something to spice up our sex life, but going into a sex shop can be overwhelming and also a little bit intimidating and for some people, embarrassing. This is why I love Like a Kitten. Like a Kitten will ship you a gift box with all of your erotic essentials, from vibrators and massage oils to robes and handcuffs. And this month, they're helping you choose your own adventure with their BYOB box, aka Build Your Own Box. This means that you get to choose from one, item out of each of these six categories toys, beauty products, lubes and cleansers, games, sexy accessories, and lingerie. Within each category, you have eight or more products you can choose from. So you can really build an experience that's customized for you. What's amazing is that this box only costs $79. And with some of the vibrators alone retailing for more than that, the entire box of six gifts is such a steal. This is a really great way for you to experiment with your lover without having to go through the headache of going to. a sex shop and trying to figure out what you guys need like a kitten makes it so easy And what's so cool is that a portion of all these sales go to charities that focus on women's empowerment, education, and health. Right now, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 20% off plus free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash holly or enter code holly at checkout. That's likeakitten.com slash holly or use code holly to get 20% off of these incredible boxes. likeakitten.com slash holly or find the link in the episode description. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, we talk about mental health a lot on this podcast, and this is why I'm so excited to have BetterHelp sponsoring us. We're finally in a place where I think that we can speak openly about the fact that we all need some help with our mental health. We live in a crazy world today with too much information and just really upsetting things in the world coming at us from all directions all the time. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. I've mentioned before that finding the right therapist is so important. There's no one size fits all, which is why I love that BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches by making it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide. They have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, relationships, trauma, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and so much more. It's convenient, it's professional, and it's affordable. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash hollyrandall. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash hollyrandall. You can also find the link in the episode description. All right, everybody, we are back. So Leah, let's take us back to the beginning. How did you get into the adult industry? Oh,
0: man. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what age I wanted to do it from, but it was a very young age. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I just always had this dream. I was like, I'm going to be a porn star. And people thought I was kidding. And I'm like, I'm dead for cereals right now. And just, like, when I got older and, like, old enough, I turned 18, um, I got into webcamming. That kind of got boring. I didn't really like it because, like, I don't like people telling me what to do. <laughs> I <laughs> know that
2: feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bad at it. That's why, like, I, I'm really bad at customs. I'm like,
0: that's, but I'm very selective with customs yeah. and webcamming, Like, I don't. I don't do the whole, like, um, I mean, some very rarely, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to just hop on mm-hmm. camera and do whatever you say. Right. Like, no. Like, yeah. more like the other way around. Right. <laughs> um, no, but so. Hold on. Excuse me. No uh, <laughs> damn. Okay. So I did that and I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm going to go be a stripper. So, and, like, during this whole time, I was with my ex-husband. So, obviously, like, he didn't want me doing porn. So, I was, like, being a stripper, sure, why not? Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up pregnant with my daughter and had her. We got married. We weren't married when I got pregnant. Um, That's okay. I
2: wasn't married when I got pregnant (laughs) either. It's totally fine. (laughs) Like,
0: and then just after... Catching him cheating for, like, the 5 million and 21st time. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck you. I'm going to go do what I want to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, so I came out here and... ta
2: So what was your first scene?
0: My first scene was with Mike Adriano for Bang Bros. Okay. Um, the site, I think it was Big Tit Cream Pie. Mm-hmm. And... Like, I think it was cool, except for at the very end, like, with the cream pie, when he cream pied me, I was, like, I don't don't know if I like this so much. Like, because I feel like cream pies are a very intimate thing. They are, yeah. And I'm, like, for porn, like, unless if I'm, like, really, like, if I'm in the relationship with the dude or, like, really close with them, I don't... I can't do the, the whole cream pie thing. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it's too, too intimate for me. <laughs> I don't like, yeah. I don't like it with, um, just like for work. Yeah. But in my personal life, absolutely. fucking lutely
2: Yeah. And then for those of you who don't know, because sometimes we have listeners who aren't super familiar with porn jargon, cream pie is when the guy comes inside the girl. And then generally like for visual purposes, she like kind of pushes it out and, the semen, like, leaks out of her. And, which is hard to sometimes get on film. Like, sometimes, yeah. Because if it shoots up too far inside, yeah, like, getting it to, like, come back out is... I've only shot a couple of cream pies, and I've found them to be quite tricky.
0: I mean, like, as long as the dude, like, pulls back a little bit further before he's about to come, then... Yeah. Then it's fine. But if he's, like, all deep up in there, like, there's no way that's coming out. No. Like, you got to dig that shit out.
2: (laughs) Or you got to go get, like, the fake, like, spunk lube and, like, put it at the entrance and then, like, pretend, like, that's the semen. We've done that. I've done that. Yeah. But it's definitely... um, Yeah, I literally think I've shot, like, maybe two green pies my entire 24-year career. Oh, damn. And um, it was... I was... Like, I actually remember when I shot, like, the last one, I I think I called Mike Quasar, and I was like, I have to shoot a cream pie scene. I'm like, how does this work? Like, how do I make sure that, like, we see it come out afterwards? Because Mike, bless his heart, has shot a lot of cream pies.
0: And he's probably like, hold on, let me go grab my Jack Daniels. And I hate life. I'm going to jump off the freeway tomorrow. But first, let me tell yes. you how to do cream pies. <laughs> And then he'll be like, okay, I'll live another day.
2: Yeah. He's funny. He is funny. And of course, as if you watched my previous interview with Leia at the um ABN Awards, you'll know that like the first time I kind of was introduced to you was through Mike when he told that story about the slave that yeah. you brought to set. Do you want to just quickly rehash that story super fast for those who have not heard it? Because okay. it's such well, a good story.
0: I had a long-term live-in slave for a while. Um, A real life, like real time, not just like over the Internet, though Mm -hmm. I do have slaves over the Internet as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And like it did a lot of things for me, like it like it bought me a house. It bought me like all the shit that I wanted, all the Harley Quinn shit, all the cosplay shit, like basically whatever I wanted, I got. Um, So I went I brought it with me to go do this gangbang orgy thing and i was like okay after i was like covered in cum and i was like hey slave come here and lick the cum off of me this is your treat (laughs) and it was so happy and i was just like this is hilarious like it's empowering, yeah, but hilarious. yeah, like, it just it gives me joy to have that much control over someone. Well, and clearly it gave that
2: person joy as well.
0: <laughs> yes, it did so.
2: and until they got real creepy and mm. then I was like, nope, bye. So you had to end things with that slave.
0: Yeah, because like it kept wanting more. And I'm mm. like, look, dude, like I told you from the beginning. There's nothing going to happen. Like, nothing sexual. I'm not going to fucking marry you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to date you. I won't even pretend that I am. hmm So. So those I rules left. were set out yes. for.
2: From it. And I've noticed it. Yes, the pronoun it. for, for it, it. Not him, it. Yeah. Um. And at some point, he just couldn't, like, he kept pushing the the boundaries. Yeah.
0: And I was just like, this is too much. I'm
2: out. Right. So how do your slaves, like, function these days? Like, what you said you have internet slaves. Do you have in-person slaves
0: currently? I mean, I have some, but I haven't seen more than a couple since the pandemic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because it's just, like, I don't want to get the coronas and die. Yeah. So I'm just now, like, opening up again for real-time sessions and like i was so busy with school too
2: yeah um
0: but usually like over like the internet we will do skype or just chat Mm -hmm. it really depends on the sub or the slave right some of them like to be called like different things and Mm -hmm. so it's like a very tailored unique experience right yes
2: depending on who it is. Yeah. It's not like cookie cutter for everyone. Right. What is, um, like, what are some examples? Like, what is like, what would be one person's preferences?
0: There's a lot of guys out there that are like, call me a loser, like make fun of my dick, all this, like all Mm. that kind of stuff. And then there's some guys where they're like, don't call me loser don't make fun of me. I just want to give you money and tell you how awesome you are. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on on the person. Some of them like to eat other guys. cum.
2: okay. <laughs> so then are we are we trans, are we transitioning into like the cuckolding realm?
0: Yes. Okay. Like a lot of them like to watch.
2: We mm-hmm.
0: have sex if I'm having sex, which I'm not right now. <laughs> I mean, outside of work, I'm not having sex, but, um, they do, when I do have sex outside of work, like when I'm in a relationship or whatever, Mm -hmm. they like to watch and I charge them a pretty penny Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they sit there and they watch and I just basically do what I do and that's talk shit. Mm
2: -hmm. And then, um, afterwards, some of them will eat the other guys come sometimes not, just depends yeah, on. it it depends. It also depends on a guy,
0: on mm-hmm. the guy, because like a lot of some guys are not very like comfortable with another guy eating.
2: Mm-hmm. They're calm, right? Yes, that that would make a lot of sense. Totally. Yeah. Um, does have like when you have active slaves, does that ever like What's your dating life like? Like, is that ever tricky for you? Ugh,
0: <laughs> man. Um, okay. I would say I don't. Right now, I don't have a dating life. I got out of a four-year, extremely abusive relationship. So, I'm not, like, out there looking for anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, because, yeah, I still got some healing to do. Yeah. Like, because that was a lot. Yeah. Um. But when I was in the relationship, like, he wouldn't, like, he wouldn't believe me that these were just... Like submissives, mm-hmm. like oh, you're fucking them. You're doing this. You're no. Like you, of all people, should know. I'm not fucking a submissive.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, was he also in the industry? He was. Okay. Hopefully,
0: he's he stays away though. Right. But this.
2: you're saying like he he's somebody who worked in the industry, understood how like different, you know, work. We actually and-
0: met on the set of a 10 man gangbang, So no excuse. <laughs> Legit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean that I feel like he he knew who you were and and what you were about from the start. So.
0: Yep. And yeah. I was straight up. I was like, look, this is what I do for a living. But like this is me in real life. I'm chill. I'm cool. Like I would like a partner and a husband. And these are all my goals. And he was like, okay, okay. But then like everything went to shit.
2: And yeah. Once you're ready to start dating again, what do you think you would be you would look for in a guy?
0: Um, well, obviously he has to be black. <laughs> um Long hair, um, like skinny to medium. Mm -hmm. Um, He's probably going to end up being a crip because, like, I attract crips. I don't know why, but I do. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, he doesn't have to be, but I'm just saying historically speaking.
2: You have a type.
0: I have a type. Yeah. And my type has me, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I guess, because, like, like. I attract these guys, and I'm like, that's, I don't, I don't know how, like, because yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm nerdy lady over here, like, I don't know what it is about, about me that gangbangers love, but they do, <laughs> <laughs> and
2: so, well, I feel like, I mean, look, you're super hot, so I feel like probably most guys would be into you but maybe you're just more receptive to the guys that fit that type and so that's like you know so it kind of makes sense that you guys come together like someone who you're not into like you wouldn't give those vibes of like oh I could be interested in you so then like they never really venture further because I could see also too that you could be like super intimidating
0: oh I walk around everywhere like I got my mean mug on because I'm like I don't want creepers coming up to me yeah but like if i see someone that's cute like i've just like it's hard to describe but a very specific type and like if it fits in within that range and i see the guy i'll be like like kind of smile or something but i probably won't go up to them and say hi
2: because i'm really fucking shy really surprisingly yes so if you see a guy that out in public that you might be interested in. He's got to approach you.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Because,
2: mm-hmm. like,
0: number one, I'm not chasing these dudes. Number two, I'm just, yeah, I'm kind of an introvert. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, when I'm on camera or whatever, obviously I'm not Yeah, introverted. But, like, I'm, I can be extroverted in comfortable spaces yeah no that makes sense but like out in public i'm not comfortable
2: if a fan sees you out in public um can he approach you and and if so like what's what's a good way to do it
0: well i mean it depends if i'm with my daughter obviously please don't do that that's not very nice (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but like the best way to approach me Give me a handful of cash, goddammit, and (laughs) drop to your knees and kiss my toe. Wow. And say, hello, princess. I'm here to serve you. (laughs) Or if you're not not one of those kind, then you can just be like, hey, hi, what's up? Or like your work. Yeah. And I'll awkwardly be like, hi, I am awkward lady, <laughs> like, <laughs> I will try to <laughs> try to get in this conversation, but it might not make too much
2: sense. Do you think you would ever date a fan?
0: Man, you know what? I wanted to say no before. Mm-hmm. And I think I might I might still say no. But like the one time that I gave like a fan a chance, he fucking fucked it up. Like, you are not about to sit here and, like, be all awesome for a month and then all of a sudden, like, become inconsistent and expect Mm -hmm. me to stick around for that. Like, Mm -hmm. nah. Like, I'm good on that.
2: What was the change?
0: It was just, like, it went from, like, I'm, like, I felt like I was a priority to where I wasn't a priority. Mm -hmm. And then he was, like... Well, that's because I'm single. And I was like, well, that's cool. I'm single too. And I'm not going to waste no more goddamn time on you. hmm Because obviously you're showing me, like, I don't know what your agenda was, but it obviously wasn't a relationship eventually. Yeah. Not like right now, but it's like eventually. Yeah. I think that's something that should be worked towards. If- yeah. You're talking with someone.
2: Yeah. Where did you meet him?
0: Well, I first... I didn't meet him. Um, he saw me once um, at Easy's um, new gravestone reveal back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess he recognized me or whatever. And he said he didn't even come up to me. Um, but then, like, on Instagram... I was on there, and I saw, like, the picture, and I'm like, oh, this cute black guy with all this hair. I was like, all right, I'll follow you back just because you're cute. Mm -hmm. And, like, I saw we had a couple of mutual friends. So I followed him back, and, like, we were chatting it up and everything. And then, like, I thought that was cool. But then, like, it kind of was, like, not paying too much attention to me. And I'm Mm -hmm. like... No, I've got men begging and paying for my attention. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and beg you to pay attention to me, especially when you came for me. Like, I didn't know who the fuck you were. Yeah. Like, goddamn. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Fuck that. Right? You're a fucking princess.
0: Yeah, I am a fucking princess. (laughs) Like, goddamn it. It Fucking (laughs) treat me like one or get the fuck out. (laughs) That that's how I feel now.
2: Yeah, and I think you should feel that way. And I think every woman should feel that way.
0: I agree. Yeah. Because like when it comes down to it, women are the fucking prize.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, dudes want to act like, oh, I'm this, I'm that. No. You're a fucking dude. You want the fucking woman. The woman doesn't need you. You need the fucking woman. Because without that woman, You're going to be stuck with your homies. Are you going to sit there and fuck your homies all day? No. (laughs) You need a fucking woman. I mean, I guess it depends on your sexual orientation, but... Yeah, that's true. But when it comes to heterosexual relationships, dudes should already know women are the prize. Yes. Like, pursue them, court them, love them, prioritize them, pay attention to them, treat them right... And just keep doing that until you're dead, I guess. (laughs) And you'll have a good relationship. Um, Because if you fuck it up, then no matter how long you've been together, she's eventually going to be like, oh, no. Like, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, it took me fucking four years to fucking wake up out of that shit. Like, I feel like, like sometimes when you fall in love, Like, maybe the chemicals or something. It's kind of like you're um, under a spell or something. And it's like everyone's telling you what's going on. You're experiencing experiencing what's going on. But, like, your heart and your brain are, like, incongruent. And you just, you're like, I'm just going to deal with it. He'll totally change," he said. "He's gonna he,
2: no, no, the fuck he will not." I was just having a conversation with my Pilates teacher about this this morning. I know this is a random, but I had a toxic relationship with a guy when I was twenty two, and he was twenty. He was 20, He was thirty three. Ironically, he was uh, high up at Wicked at the time. He's no longer in the industry, so. And none of you guys would know him, so don't try to guess. No, it's not fucking Brad Armstrong. Um, <laughs> Is but it Steve? No, it's not Steve. But, uh, yeah, and, I mean, the way that I let him treat me, like, I look back at it, and I'm just like, what was I thinking? Like, what was I thinking? It's just so insane, and I bought all of his bullshit, and he was totally cheating on me the entire time, lying to me, and I just, and, yeah, that whole thing, I was like, I can change him, you know? I'm, like, fucking 22, like, I don't know shit. I can change him. He'll be different for me, and I just, like... What you know, and but I'm glad I had that relationship because I feel like it really it helped me understand what I don't want. Exactly. You know? like That's, now I know, like I'll never let anyone treat me like that ever again.
0: Absolutely, like I feel feel you one hundred million percent on yeah. that one. Like it's it's sad that like sometimes we have to go through these things, but you know, when you're kind of a hard headed woman. Mm-hmm the universe is going to throw you some crazy shit yeah cuz there you're not going to learn any yeah. other way yeah. unless if it's like okay this is some crazy shit
2: and you know what I find, too? I find that the universe continues to present you with the same problems until... until you, yes. Yes. Until, like, <laughs> you get over whatever character defect it is that, like, you need to work on. You will keep encountering the same issues, like, the same toxic people or, like, yes. the same situations. So...
0: I Absolutely. Fucking Yeah.
2: Do you believe in the law of attraction?
0: Yes. Very much so.
2: Yeah. I agree. Um, speaking of the law of attraction, um, is penis size important to you? <laughs> Absolutely. fucking (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Sorry, it's on my list of questions. Uh, I I had to ask it.
0: (laughs) Like, you don't have to be, like, Mandingo or Shane Diesel. um, But, like, you you need to have at least, like, something like that going on.
2: I don't know how much that is. That, is that many like, longs? Is that, like, eight inches?
0: Something like that. And then maybe, like, uh, at least, like, something like that. Okay. Like, because you know what? One thing, like, I I do love big dicks. Um, but I noticed that when I was dating a guy in the industry a long time ago, it uh, was Jack Napier. He had a huge fucking dick. And that shit... Taking that, like, all day, every day, it ends up, like, hurting. Yeah. And, like, I'd be sitting there with ice packs. Yeah. But then, like, he'd want more. So I'd be yeah. like, oh, goddamn. Like, yeah. And then it became not so pleasurable. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'd rather have a guy that that is of a good size mm-hmm. but not, like, too gigantic to take on the regular. Yeah. Because, like, I can do the big dicks, but not all day, every day.
2: Yeah. There was a study that I had uh, Dr. Nicole Prousey on, and she did a study on, like, penis size and, like, like a real, like, scientific in-the-lab study with different women about, like, what their preferred penis size was. And there was definitely a difference between, like, you know, the boyfriend penis, right, the everyday penis, and, like, the one-night-stand penis. And the one-night-stand penis was definitely bigger. But, like, when you're talking about someone that you're with, Frequently women gravitated towards a smaller size. Yes. It's yeah.
0: still not small.
2: Right. Just smaller. Just I
0: wouldn't even say smaller. I just say a slightly
2: less large. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> so um you said in an interview once that you wanted to have a clown gangbang.
0: Yes. Um
2: I this is a topic that I'm I love because I actually have like if you've watched my podcast over the years I've only mentioned this a couple of times but I kind of like have a fetish for like angry clown porn so did you ever make that happen
0: I didn't but I still want to like because I like I'm weird I love clowns (laughs) obviously I'm obsessed with Harley and yeah like but even before that like I've I like clowns. They're cute.
2: Would you want like, so for me, I'm like, I want like an angry clown, like an it looking clown, you know, like someone who looks like it's going to like devour me, like very aggressive kind of sex. Like, are you, or or are you thinking like happy clown? Like, is there a specific kind of clown that you're after Uh, or just clown?
0: (laughs) I mean, just a clown. Like angry ones are cute. And like, so are the smiley ones. Like, I think if I'm going to do a gangbang with a bunch of clowns, I want a bunch of different kinds of clowns.
2: Yeah. Angry clowns, happy clowns, sad clowns. Like, you want like the full clown spectrum.
0: Yes, the full clown
2: spectrum. Do you think, like, the big shoes and everything? Because I feel like, especially yes. with gangbang, that would be hard.
0: Yes. I need right? the big shoes. And
2: you know what? Because it- guys always take their shoes off during big gangbangs, don't they? Well, actually, that's not true. Sometimes they leave it on because they yeah. don't want to step another guys come.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. So there's no excuse. They can wear y'all whatever dudes I end up shooting this with. You can wear those goddamn clown shoes. And I will suck the fuck out of your dicks. <laughs> And you're gonna, you're gonna take it. You're gonna like it.
2: <laughs> Joe's like fucking cracking up in the corner over here, like <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Stop making my sound guy laugh.
0: <laughs> sorry, we're we're gonna be for serious.
2: But you know that, like, if you do a clown gangbang, the guys are gonna ask to take the shoes off because that's like what they do. Like when you're shooting a scene, they're always like, "Can I take the pants?" off? And I'll off? tell them, "No." <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like, please let me take the shoes off. No. That's gonna be the biggest problem in the scene is the fucking shoes. Everyone's you know gonna what? be bitching about shoes. They'll shoe. be
0: fine. <laughs> they'll they will if they're getting to fuck me, mm. they'll be fine. How many how many clowns are you thinking?
2: <sighs> Man, at least eight. eight. That's a lot of clowns. At least eight. That's a lot of costuming. I mean, and that's a lot of clown sh- I mean, where are you gonna source all those clown shoes from?
0: I mean it's really, it's not too hard. You just go on Amazon.
2: I guess that's true. You yeah. of all people would know exactly where to I get the cosplay exactly stuff. know exactly where to
0: get all the stuff. So.
2: You're like, don't worry. Yeah. I have your shoes. Like, don't
0: worry to whoever's going to end up producing this. <laughs> like, I will help finding, with, help with finding wardrobes.
2: I feel like after that gangbang, I would want to create some kind of like exhibit in a museum with just like 10 clown shoes, pairs of clown shoes.
0: Yes, we put it in the sex museum in Vegas.
2: And people were like, why is there 10 clown shoes here? It's like, well. Well,
0: <laughs> this was quite, quite an event that was, we've been waiting for years to happen. <laughs> I don't know. it. it well, I think it'll happen because, like, again, the law of attraction. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that that would be super cool, especially because, like, I'm from Vegas, born and raised. Be like, look, the dudes wore these clown shoes and they fucked me and it's in a museum. That would be, like, the coolest thing ever.
2: Yeah, it would be. I think you just need to put your clown gangbang energy out there into the universe and the universe shall provide.
0: I I have been I mean like like I told you I met my ex on a 10 man gangbang so like I think maybe like I've been shut off to the idea for a while
2: mm-hmm.
0: but like now that I'm like free and yeah
2: the possibilities yeah, are endless
0: Exactly like now I can attract the clowns but I don't want any clowns in my dating life. So if you're a fucking clown, stay the fuck away from me. Unless if you're going to do the porno with me and dress up like a clown, but don't like really be a clown because that's yeah. not cool.
2: You can't be like a clown in the sense of like a, a dude, like yeah. a dick, like a yeah, yeah. Clown. You can't be a fucking asshole. Yeah. You can only be no a more. clown, like cosplay, yes. angry gangbang clown. That's the yes. kind of clown we're going for. You can be for.
0: angry during the sex. That's cool. You can do what, whatever. <laughs> like, as soon as that's over, you better be nice.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. And I would
0: not go home with any of the clowns. No. No.
2: Not even no. if I was like. I would never
0: <laughs> do that again. Ever. No. I learned my lesson. Not if he was, like, sexy. No. Long hair.
2: No. I learned.
0: No. <laughs> That's what happened last
2: time. <laughs> I feel like we're going to, like, have an interview again in a year, and you're going to be with someone. You're going to be like, so I met him on the set of a 10-man clown gangbang.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. No. I can't do that. Nope. Nope. no. Nope. I don't think it's a good idea to, to mix Work with pleasure, um, especially the kinds of relationships that I end up in, like, it's like, I don't know if it's just me bringing, like, this craziness out of these dudes, but, like, once they get me, Mm -hmm. it's just, like, complete bullshit. And it's like, wait, okay, like, what is it about me that makes you... Behave like that. And that's what I'm trying to figure out, why yeah. why I attract that kind of shit. Yeah. But I'm not doing it no more. No. Because I'll realize, I'll be like, oh, I know what happened last time I did this. Right. I am not repeating that shit. Yeah. So I have a strict rule now. No more guys in porn. Like, no more. Because my career is worth far more than a guy that's yeah. going to pull some bullshit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean... We all got to have those experiences to figure out what we want. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, now here I am, clowns.
2: <laughs> but the clown gangbang.
0: But the clown gang, gang, gang.
2: That's gonna happen.
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> all right, Leah. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been great. Um, if you're okay sticking around, I have a couple of questions from my Patreon members. Sure. That if we can do a little like Q and A for them, um, exclusive for my Patreon members. Sure. They would love Why that. not? Um, can you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Plug all your links. Um
0: you can find me dot com. that's my only fans. Um the little at sign, Leia Falcon, on Twitter, Instagram. Um I just started doing the TikToks, so Leia does it spelled D U Z. Like easy does it, like easy motherfucking e sorry no like um i had to explain that i guess um and leia is spelled l-e-y-a
2: perfect and you guys can find me at holly randall on instagram and on twitter i am also on tiktok um, at holly randall unfiltered and of course if you want to support this podcast go to patreon.com slash holly randall unfiltered thank you guys so much for joining us see you next week